This is a nasty ass wizard sleeve production. Featuring John, Lewis, and Stephen, I'm David Lynch, and this is Creepy Uncles. My socks are on fire. Oh, hello. No. What? No prequels. No. 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 You should start off by saying. No, I'll say, like, welcome to Wizard Sleep, but then you interrupt me and say, no, it's not Wizard Sleep, it's Creepy Uncle. <laughs> yeah? Right, you ready? <laughs> nah, mate, nah, mate, it's Creepy <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then, go on, then. Right, okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome nah, to... Nah, mate, you're talking oh. shit, you're talking what? shit. Talking shit. Why? Oh, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> Go on, do it again. Welcome bollocks to Wizard Bollocks. <laughs> Why? Why is it bollocks? <laughs> <coughs> Welcome to Wizard Sleeve. It's uh, Creepy Uncles. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> that what was do you want really... me to do? I said interrupt me, not wait till I've finished. Oh, right. God, right, okay, do it again. Oh, all right. Oh, hello. Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wizards... Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. it's Creepy whoa. Uncles. All right, okay. Welcome to Creepy Uncles, with me, Lewis, hi, John. Hello. And Steve. Hello. And today, um, we're going to be talking about some stuff. Some stuff that we don't know about yet. Um, but... <laughs> to, just we'll get there. To, to kick it off, yeah. to kick it off, because, you know... The I, feel, I feel like we need to explain the Creepy Uncles thing. Go on, then. I tried. I, I did record something at the end of the last episode, which was recorded on January 30, right. 2015. Right. Um, and we we actually talk about the first prequel, <laughs> and it's just coming out like two days before the Star Wars prequel. Uh, sorry, uh, the Star sequel. Wars t- uh, teaser yeah. sequel. Mm. Uh, and at the end of the beginning, I, I, I sort of mentioned that there's no doubt, so we mm. renamed it Creepy Uncles. Mm. Yeah. But uh, still under the umbrella of <coughs> yeah, it's like it's like an episode. Like it'll come on the same feed, so yeah. when people see it, they'll be like, "Oh no, you know, there's no wish to sleep this year." <laughs> <laughs> they'll, uh, they'll say, "Oh, they'll be like, oh no, it's, so it's, like, it's we're solved. like a spin-off, we're like the Deep Space Nine of." Uh, I wouldn't say Deep Space Nine. Thing. It's more like a um, Enterprise. <laughs> no, like um, it's like it's like a are we like droids? No, it's like it's like the droids of Can't Star Wars. Right, yeah, because right. yeah. it's Ewoks. got it's got a few of the yeah. It's, this e- is the caravan e- of courage. E- e- works. <laughs> <laughs> this is the caravan of fear. Right. That's I a stayed in that actually. That's a better name. Than caravan. The caravan of fear. The caravan of fear. All right. Okay. <laughs> I used to be in the caravanners. You ever heard of that? No. Some fucking cult. It was like um, the the cheap Maurice Green version of um, Scouts. What? Where, yeah, it was it like takes you to rob cars. It was, and it was all in, it was all <laughs> breaking it was, schools. Yeah. It was all in like a swimming pool sort of place. It was like this weird fucking like um, do you know all this like modern like they're not churches but they're like religious buildings mm. where like people go to like learn about God and shit. So me and my friend Walters would go. Was it yeah. like a religious scouts? Yeah, like um, the first first what had happened, they'd like they welcome you do like a little assembly, like a like a quick five minute like outdoor, you know, and then to what wave to parents as they leave, and the parents going, oh, they're all in good hands, and then they lock the doors, and they'd fuck off all these guys and lock us in this hall, and just give us a football. Was it a paedophile ring? 
I didn't get bombed often. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I was willing. And um, we used to play football, but a lot, of, a lot of the other lads were, like, quite rough and used to, like, pick on me and Anthony, the other right. Walters. I, I, I think I remember, that it was, I think it was my mum that suggested it to his mum, like, oh, you know, they should, they're a bit weird, they should socialise with other kids. So we got that, and I remember, um, I can't, I, can't, I don't really want to say what happened to Walters because he listens to this, you know. Shits himself. No, but they were they were quite, they were quite mean. These other guys, yeah. and um, we got we got a bit, like a bit upset with it. And anyway, after that, and then they'd they'd take us upstairs, and um, and um, we had like coloring books, right? With, like Jesus pictures in and Easter bunnies and fucking shit like. That. And then they'd lock the room in that, and that was like an upstairs. I remember it being quite late. Why were you locked in? I don't know. They were fucking. They were weird. all doing fucking nineties, weren't they? Nineties. Who gives a shit? So we're in this room and they had colouring books. And then the other guys then were like all fucking pumped up with basically like punch us and shit like that. Like <laughs> trying to attack us. Sounds it was so fucking colouring book time. Yeah, it was fucking horrible. I remember yeah. just like it, just like why do I have to go back to this? That sounds like the worst experience ever for a child. Yeah, it was uh, it was really horrible. It was like boot camp. Fucking oh, okay, maybe it wasn't a bad We used that, to have um, I was in the, the scouts. And um, we used to go down to um, Alton Park mm. when it was su- and during the summer. You know, we'd get there on like the Friday at like I think it started at like it was like half seven to half nine or something. Mm. And um, they used to take us down to Alton Park if it was sunny. We used to walk down and then we used to have like a game, basically like a game of like army where mm. we had two teams and they had to capture. It was like capture a flag or something yeah. like that. Um, we did stuff in It was amazing. Camp there just well. using yeah, we used to camp yeah. there as well. And uh, yeah, we just like roam around the woods, mm. just like fighting each other and stuff. Yeah, it was great. But, but the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 scout leader, um, he um, he kind of left soon after I joined. But like a couple of lads who were a bit older than me had these stories about him where they used to play a game um, in when they were like in the cub hut, where they used to sit around in the the cub hut. Oh, cub hut. Oh, what do you think? The kabut. <laughs> the kabut. Kabut. The kabut. That mank accent coming through that. Um, kabut. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and we had to sit in a circle, and um, and you had to stay completely still, like not do anything. All just like sit in a circle, looking at each other completely. So it was a game, like you know, it was similar to you know, like musical chairs or whatever, just like a party game. And like, if you laughed or moved or anything like that you got bombed traditionally got had to leave the circle that's what you had to do you had to leave the circle and it was like the last person standing you know but it, what, what he you used started? To, anything like that anything. anything you had to be just a statue right. and but he used to do this thing where he used to have um, a rope with them um, and not tied in it and if you moved he used to fucking bang you with it jeez <laughs> fuck it out air of hands couldn't get away with that now no What's that game where you're sitting in a circle and someone walks around and they tap you on the head and then they you chase you? Bomb it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that, that game's intense. Yeah, we used to play that as well. That was good. We had a, a, a sleepover thing with scouts once in Tilsley where so you, could, you could take your uh, game console down and they had all these different like people took different consoles down and set them up and uh, you. Could you could just play video games on and everyone just stayed up all night well some of like the, the super dweebs had got sleep but everyone else just super dweebs everyone else just sort of those super dweebs stayed up all night and 
I mean, Cub, Sonic and stuff. Cub Camp and Scout Camp are like that. You go away yeah. for a weekend. I'm sure they did that at school. Like, one year in, in secondary school, they did like a sleepover mm. where everyone brought sleeping bags and slept in the fucking hall. Yeah. Like homeless people. Yeah. We, we did <laughs> like refugees. Yeah. We did like a treasure hunt thing in Alton Park once when we were camping. And <coughs> like you were saying, some of the older kids were like dicks with some of the youngest. And I remember <laughs> these two lads having to do it, me and like three other kids, because we were pretty young. And we ended up fucking throwing them in there like a ditch in a lot of water. Oh, so, so you were one of the bullies? No, I wasn't a bully. It was just they were giving us shit. Oh, right. We kind of gave them shit back, kind of thing. Right. We ended up being a bit of a tussle or whatever. We ended up throwing them in this like ditch. We ended up getting bollocked because they kind of went back then and said that we'd like thrown them in this ditch. You know. Yeah, and you used to sleep for about five hours over the whole weekend. Yeah. Like, and just be absolutely shattered the next day. Filthy. Horrible. Filthy, yeah. yeah. I remember we went camping once with um, Joe, Nige, Bob, Nige's missus, and um, it was up in Lake somewhere, I think. And at night, um, Jer, <laughs> we called Thug, because <laughs> he looked like, um, he shaved his head and he looked like one of the villains from, I think it was Streets of Rage, <laughs> some like one called Thug. <laughs> and uh, he's running, like, he was pitch black and he had his DS in his hand, we all had DSs at the time, you know, the, old, the massive one. We were obsessed with Mario Kart, like, yeah. playing it multiplayer. I remember him running towards, like, where these toilets were, but there was, like, a little bridge, like, a little a ditch. Yeah. He, he misjudged where he was running because it was pitch black, and you just you saw him holding his DS. All you saw was this, yeah, this the light. light of the, 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 the DS just go down, <laughs> like, and it just went straight down. <laughs> <sighs> the DS was fine. He, he had two broken legs, but... Yeah. We saved the DS. I'll do a fucking massive then. Still got on. An original DS. The first one? Yeah. yeah. That actually seems like an old thing now. It's crazy. I remember getting it. Like I remember playing Mario 64 and going, I'm playing a 3D game on a fucking handheld. It was incredible. Well, I, I've only had my 360 for like a year and a half or something. Mm. Well, no, two years maybe. That's old now, isn't mm. it? 360. Yeah. It's new to me. Remember SNES coming out, I mean I remember the Christmas I got Super Mario three on the fucking NES and like yeah. that 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 was like there's a there's VHS of me going fuck well, I didn't say fucking hell man. <laughs> Fucking hell Yeah <laughs> Thanks Dad <laughs> <laughs> And that is like ancient now. It's mm. crazy. like like the evolution of video games is v- vastly more um like I guess more dynamic than movies is. Yeah. Yeah, like the the change of fucking. I mean, Pong is. I don't know what what year was Pong seventies. Yeah, like and then you get yeah. games like GTA Five. Mm. Yeah, it's like how is that even the same medium? Well, I mean, well, I mean, you, you got to. I mean, if you, th- if you think about it, I mean, like video games is such a young art form. I mean, mm. we were talking the other night about cinema and saying that that's a relatively young art form. It's another yeah. hundred years old, isn't yeah. it? You know, like which in the grand scheme of things. Is nothing but if you go back to like the first thirty years of cinema, there was a massive development, mm. and then it reached this point that hasn't really changed since then. And video games will probably get to that point, but we're still in, only in the first th- what thirty years. The thing is, with video games, video games. Is the technology will always get better. Yeah, and films crossed over into now computer. Yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah. realm mm. hasn't it now? So it's like they've almost merged, haven't they? I suppose mm. in a way. Yeah, they have. It's all become like. I mean, games are getting more cinematic, mm. 
The game industry and now. Movies are massive, looking more and more like games. Yeah. yeah. Rotating. Uh, yeah, a lot movie. of games play like movies, don't they? It's a movie you can actually sort of interact mm, right. with. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. What's it called? That um, The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. That like. I've not played. That, I've never but... played a game where I felt so invested in my entire life. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not just a good game. It's a really great story as well. Mm. Which they're making into a movie, aren't they? Um, I think he's doing it. Um, his name. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. No. <laughs> We're not younger, it. <laughs> Spider-Man, Sam Raimi. Is he? Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's busy, him, isn't he? No, he's not doing much with TV shows. Is he walking down? Uh, no, but he's he? always, like, producing something. Mm. doing something. Good for him. He's producing that Poltergeist remake, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, he produces a lot of stuff. Yeah. Now, I think it looks really. tight. That looks yeah, good. Looks good. I really like the last film that he did, that um, Drag Me to Hell. Mm. Was that his last film? That's film he directed, yeah. I think. Oh no, he did that Oz Bollocks that was shite. What was that? I am James my name's Bruce. Did you ever see that? My name is Bruce. Yeah, yeah Bruce Campbell directed that, didn't he? He wrote and directed But like Sam. Oh no, he it, didn't write it. What's his brother? Is it um, Ted Raimi? Something like that. Yeah. And he, he plays that Chinese guy. <laughs> 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 like mega racist. You've seen uh, Bubba Holtat? Yeah. yeah, that's my favourite Bruce Campbell movie. Uh, Bruce Campbell is in the. Second season of Fargo that's coming out. Oh, is he? He's playing um, Reagan, is it? Yeah, Ronald Reagan. Ah, yeah, I've read that. Yeah, that'll be good. That I love Bruce Campbell. He should do more voice work. Yeah, he'd be a really good voice yeah. actor. Yeah, I think he is a good actor. He is. He's he's just, he, I mean, he's good at ham. He hams it up, doesn't yeah, it massively? But, goes, but, but that's part of his charm. I think he could. I think he's very lovable. Like on yeah, screen. Yeah. I I love him in the Spider-Man movies. Those yeah, when he crops up. Do you know when he plays the doorman? Yeah, yeah. And he goes like, oh, and he like, it's like your shirts don't tuck in. Yeah, it's okay, okay. And he tries to walk in. He goes, whoa, whoa, tie, sorry, tie. Yeah. He goes, and he goes <laughs> to go in. He goes, no, you can't go in. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant that. So, do you want to talk about the uh, these trailers that have come out this week? Yeah. Um, I don't know when um, this is going to go out, but we've it'll go out in a few days. I promise this time. In the last week, um, the second Star Wars teaser trailer came out. It's been a smorgasbord of teasers and teasers and trailers. Mm-hmm. And then the day after, the Superman versus Batman trailer came out. And all these, we were saying before, there's some people on. Who, whether they're doing it for effect or whatever, saying that the Superman one looks better than Star mm. Wars. And I think they must be taking the piss because I think the Superman Batman film looks awful. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, it's, it's a big couple of years for movies, isn't it? Like this year, because there's such a big buzz now for films that already have like a massive following in yeah. comic book movies. So when they when they do put these teasers online, everyone gets excited. There's mm. a massive buzz, and there's almost like like you said earlier, you know, the Star Wars trailer comes online, and a couple of days later, this Batman trailer comes online because yeah. it's like the jostling for fighting like, for the buzz. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. You know, they're trying mm. to get the geeks excited or the, the people that are into it really excited about stuff. Yeah, but I think geeks and shit are more smart than like movie people, like movie producers think. Yeah, of course they are. I mean, people that. The thing is now you've got 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe and stuff DC are doing, obviously with Gotham and things like that, and the TV shows they're producing. Uh, and even Star Wars, I suppose, is still going in, in and trying to, with the prequels and, and the cartoons and spin-offs and stuff that they've been doing, they've created a new audience, haven't they? Mm. And, and so has the Marvel Cinematic Universe. People that haven't necessarily read comics are... They know who Spider-Man is and, and things like that. Yeah. They, they've heard of these characters because they've been around since fucking mm. 70 years ago. Yeah. Mm. So they know who they are, but they, they, now they're sort of invested in it because they've seen these films. and they yeah. sort of, So even people that aren't... Sorry, we comic had a book comic book fans. Yeah. We had a technical difficulty then. John was yeah. saying that people that aren't <laughs> uh, comic book fans uh, aren't necessarily seamless. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so it's professional. My mother explaining it. <laughs> Lost me flow now. Um, no, what I'm saying is that they've created like a new audience basically, and mm. there's people excited about these movies for a different reason. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They've not been fans yeah. of these characters for years. Yeah. They've yeah. only become fans due to the yeah. the movie franchise. Yeah. But what what excites me the most about Star Wars is that nobody knows what it's about. Mm. You know, there's no hint of what. You know, there's no nobody. If they just said, "Yeah, it's based on this book mm. from the expanded universe," yeah. or like these three novels or whatever, yeah. people would have had an idea of what was going to happen in it. Yeah. But with this, with this new Star Wars, nobody knows the story, and there's like that freshness to it. Yeah. Even though it's an old franchise, it's, there's a freshness to it because no one knows the story. The Batman and Superman film, what's basically going to happen in that is, mm. from what I can gather from the like 40 second trailer that they mm. put out, is that the world has turned against Superman. Batman is thrust with some responsibility to sort him out. Mm. They're going to have a fight. It's, it's probably just going to be the same story as um, Staten Out Returns, which is yeah. They'll take elements from yeah. From yeah. They're going to have a, they're going to have a fight with a load of like CGI buildings falling over, and then there's going to be a villain that they have to join forces with each other to fight this villain. Well, Lex Luthor's in it, so well, there well, you go. Like and a... then and then <clears> they're going to um, and then they're going to join forces and start the Justice League, and that's how the film's going to end. I'd Spoiler like to, alert for those like who haven't seen the 2016 yeah. film <laughs> Donna Justice. I'd like to look at it from like <laughs> reviews from someone. the future. <laughs> Imagine you weren't you, you knew nothing really about Superman other than it's just Superman. You went to see Man of Steel, mm. and I, I didn't enjoy Man of Steel. I thought it was boring, but you enjoyed Man of Steel. Watching that trailer, you would probably Get be excited, excited about yeah. it. Whereas people who are sort of in, you know true fans of Superman or followers of Superman from the comic books and, and on a deeper level would probably be a bit kind of like mm, I've seen this you know I wonder what it'd be like for someone who's never seen Star Wars to watch those Star Wars teasers because mm. for us those images are very exciting the nostalgia and everything like yeah, that yeah for someone that doesn't really connect with those <clears> imagery <throat> like the Millennium Falcon Chewie yeah. all that kind of shit would they, just, would they get excited about it? Or would they just think, what the fuck's all that about? <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Yeah. I can't imagine being like, someone who's like, never like, seen like, Star Wars like most watching those teasers. Well, the bit at the end, right? thinking, what? Well, it's like, imagine someone who's 13 and they watch it and they go, who the fuck was that old guy at yeah. the end? 
Yeah. Do you know that I mean? dog. They, yeah. They are just. Or little, someone goes, "Oh bloody hell, Harrison Ford!" You know, there's, 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 they are just little clips of stuff, random stuff, aren't they? Yeah. To us, they're amazing. Cause cause it's like, oh, can that guy. We look can at see. This? Yeah, we, yeah. we've seen the evolution of Star yeah. Trek. When you Trooper. see, you know, the opening shot with the, the Star Destroyer in the uh, sand yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. But to someone who doesn't know what Star Destroyer is, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic image yeah so even if you didn't know what it was you'd be like oh that's interesting but there's that because you know you know it's the connection Mm. it's like how did that star destroyer crash into the planet you know well i think that's what abrams is doing he's playing to the the fans and he's trying to say it's in safe hands you know yeah for all the people that have fallen out with star wars because of what george lucas did yeah he's trying to sort of yeah pander to that yeah yeah, but at the same time, it looks like it looks like a good, cool, fresh film. Yeah, I suppose. Looks great. Yeah. Looks like Star Wars. Yeah, anyone who's watched like maybe the Abrams Star Trek reboots yeah. and stuff like that might be thinking, well, you know, this is cool. Mm. I mean, Star Wars is a massive culture. Even if you've not seen it, you, you, you've heard of it. You know yeah. what it is. You yeah. Know? Well, it's like we were saying the we were saying the other week. Weren't we? It's like the modern day Greek mythology Star Wars. Yeah. It's like transcended its original art form. Mm. You know, it's like it's become this much greater entity. Mm. Um, pop culture entity, you know, it's so it's beyond iconic. You know, it yeah. is like stuff of legend now. But there are people to the point where people expect certain things from the film. Yeah, and you could say that about comics. I mean, mm. comics are kind of like that. You know, it's mm. like a folklore thing, but modern, is, yeah. modern day folklore, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, and in like you know a thousand years, people will find all these comics of Spider Man and think he was a real bloke. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hi- you know hieroglyphics. Yeah. People go, well, this represents this person. This represents yeah. this person. These were, you know, they the might have not existed. Ancient religion yeah. of Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it odd though that people my age haven't seen Star Wars. I really do. Mm. Like Matt Leonard, especially. Matt Leonard's never seen. Oh, it. Matt Leonard. If you never mentioned Matt Leonard on the podcast. Well, we have now. Matt, I grew up with Matt Leonard. I consider him one Matt of Leonard my for closest listening. friends. Imagine, imagine you're a new listener. We had, we had a tweet the other day from someone who I've never met All who's right. listening to the podcast. Brilliant. Hello, that's so. Person. Do you know their name? Uh, it was Zombie Bowl. I think. Zombie Bowl. Hello, Zombie Bowl. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your <Yeah>. friends. <laughs> No, don't come across desperate. <laughs> anyway, shut up, shut up. <laughs> He's gonna. That's so cool, man. That's yeah. so cool. He's gonna want followers. He manned his mum. You sure it's Twitter? But yeah, like I, I grew up with Matt since like nursery, so we've known each other pretty much all our lives. Yeah. But I mean, Matt's not really a film fan, is he? I suppose. No. I don't really watch films, but like. To grow up sort of parallel with each other. He has, he, you know, none of the sort of likes that, like, he doesn't have a fucking clue Star Wars, what Star Wars is all about. He knows what it is. Mm. He knows it's existence, but... Why has he never watched it? Because, well, he doesn't watch films, Matt. No, he doesn't watch films. Matt's a bit of an extreme example, because he doesn't watch films But he does all. have, like, an encyclopedic knowledge right. of sports and um, music. Yeah, so that's he's, he's bag, all, like you know. all his all, all is kind of like mm. any kind of cultural brain that we would spread across movies, TV mm. shows, all that kind of stuff. Mm. He's focused entirely on sport and yeah. music. We're like the, the polar opposite. We know all this other pointless shit about, mm. but he knows loads of football stats from the eighties. All right, he's a person. Um, my girlfriend Laura. Right. Hello, Laura. If you're listening, tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any, uh, oh. smile it up. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laura has seen 
every movie ever. Right. I think she was ill for a number of years and right. sat in bed devouring movies. Right. Like a hungry something. And um Ding. So she's like seen <laughs> <laughs> Like we go through like Netflix, if it's like we get a night to watch a movie. I'm like, oh that looks good. She's seen it. That looks good, I've seen it. I go, that looks shit. Mm. Seen it. <laughs> And it goes on forever until there's a movie that we've both not watched, and it's usually shit. But she's never watched Star Wars. Really? Mm. She's also never seen Friends either. Bloody hell! She escaped. Not everybody's seen Friends. Yeah. Even Matt Leonard's seen Friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the quote in the beginning of that. Even Matt Leonard's seen Friends. <laughs> I took season one to her house. I've got it on DVD, and. Uh, I put it on I was like alright you're going to watch it you know we're in bed now you can't move handcuffs <laughs> <I'm signed, I'm laughs> yeah. are secure it's cringy I, season one I had her eyes pinned back for fucking self work orange yeah. 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 and um anyway she fell asleep before the first episode <coughs> had finished I don't know how she fucking planned that it's really cringy the first episode though mm. yeah but this is the thing a week later I was like tidying my room and I found it and she'd somehow snuck it back to my house so she'd been one. away and watched it she didn't watch it. She like fell asleep during episode one. Oh right! Oh somehow... right! All oh, right! At her house. Yeah, we're watching at right. her house, and then the next thing, it's at my house. I'm like, you mm. fucking <laughs> sly, sly dog. to watch it. Mm. Which I find you know rather pretentious. Like um, Charlotte Hattie. Oh Charlotte, if you're listening, <laughs> tell your friends. Um, she um, Charlotte Hattie. Hattie. She's never seen Indiana Jones, never seen Back to the Future, never seen Ghostbusters. I suppose we can't, I mean, a lot of girls don't, do they? You know, it's that, no, that's not, that might sound sexist, but I mean, a lot of the girls... But he is. Fucking hell, best claw this back now, Anna. Um... It's just, well, it's just, I mean, just from experience, a lot of the girls that I've, like, been out with or whatever have never seen, never bothered with Star Wars. Mm. You no, know, because I think I growing guess... up, it's generally seen as a boy's thing. It is, in fairness. And Kaz, Kaz does describe, hello, Kaz, if you're listening. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell friends. All of them. I don't think Kaz follows us. No. Kaz won't listen to this. Too busy playing monster. She's sick, of, sick of listening to me. <laughs> listen to me for fucking hours. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> what's that game she plays? Monster, Monster Busters. Yeah, <laughs> which to me sounds like a giant tits. <laughs> <laughs> She's got Monster Busters, Godzilla with tits. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> this is sexist. <laughs> <coughs> uh, she like describes certain films as boy films, like Star Wars and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but she's she's sat and watched Star Wars. I mean, she's kind of she thinks it's all right, but. It's not. It's not, yeah. yeah. I mean, boys connect with it a lot and more. I, th- I think maybe people uh, who haven't, who didn't see it back, you know, back in the 80s and stuff probably wouldn't get it, mate. No. Just watch it and just think, well, that's this it. This is I mean, a run-of-mill well, I mean, kind of see sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, to me, part of it is the nostalgia because, yeah. the, you know, the, the fact that it's on it, being mm. shown at Christmas this year, mm. 
to me, Star Wars is synonymous with Christmas because yeah. that was when I first saw it yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, it was, and it was always on Christmas. Always on at Christmas. Yeah, and I got Star Wars like, all the way for Christmas yeah, and stuff, yeah. and it was always like a big. Yeah, Christmas and the music thing. reminds me of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the the John Williams score and all that just it just takes me back to like. Christmas as a kid, you I know, watching it on Christmas Day, did you know? I didn't watch it. So I like the fact that it's coming out at Christmas because mm. to me it's like a Christmas film yeah, in a way. It is, yeah. So kind of like, I mean, I'm not, you know, the Harry Potter films are all right, you know, mm. for what they are, but the music again, John Williams, really good, and that the Harry <clears> Potter <throat> theme tune reminds me of Christmas because yeah. they they, start, they came out at Christmas yeah. originally, but then as they got more pop, more more, you yeah. know. Audience, I mean, not only had an audience, but as they got more and more popular, yeah. they started bringing them out as summer blockbusters. I don't think there's anything really that bad with Harry Potter. Kind of. It's fine. I think I think the the perfectly fine adventure mystery yeah. and the tone the tone is perfect. Coming of age movies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and the tone is perfect because it's a it's generally aimed at kids that are the same age as Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, like the first book is you know much more of a kids book mm. aimed at eleven year olds. But then the books get more mature as they, you know, they get thicker and more as the dense matures. as the audience matures. Mm. So generally, Harry Potter is aimed at kids who are the same age as the characters, you know. But obviously, adults like it and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say. Um, John Williams. Um, yeah, they, they, I mean, they remind me, you know, it's more like a Christmas film to me. You know, type of film that's on at Christmas on TV. They like the new. Is that when you first saw it at Christmas? Um, what Harry Potter? No, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was the first time I saw Star Wars. That's what I remember. The first, the first memory I've. <laughs> Yeah, the, the first memory I've got of Star Wars was um, was like watching it on Christmas Day when I was about eight. Yeah, I'm you know, the same. Seven I or eight. Just, I always associate Star Wars with Christmas. I actually have a weird one. I um, <clears throat> I saw Spaceballs first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. How and it. then you were like, "Jesus, this George Lucas guy's fucking ripped off Mel Brooks here, cheating bastards." <laughs> Where's the Jewish alien? Fucking hell. <laughs> we, were in, we were in shops looking for space balls toys and just like, what are these fucking Star Wars toys all yeah. about? Yeah, cheap Where, knockoffs. Where's Longstar? <laughs> fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go in like budget, uh, like budget retail shops like yeah. Book Depot where I used to work in and they used to have like um, cheap kind of Harry Potter knockoff toys. Yeah. Like a really bad plastic figure of this little black like, wizard. Jeff Potter. Well, it's called like um, <laughs> Harry Wizard. Buried. Unburied in that of Barry Potter. <laughs> Barry Potter. <laughs> He's your brother. <laughs> well, say, there's a scene in Spaceballs, isn't there, though, where it shows all the merch, where he tries selling mm, it after yeah. the mm. movie. Mm. And there's a yogurt doll mm. and a Spaceballs flamethrower. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that and I was like, I died, that was alright, I enjoyed that. And he said, 
You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Is that how you don't talk? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, son. I don't think it was my dad. Um, <laughs> and he, he went to a video rental shop and rented them, like, I think it was like a every weekend. Mm. So like, there'd be like, a, I think it was like Sunday morning, he'd go out and rent one, two, and then three. Right. And then I think it was like maybe a year or two after. Mm. I think, it, no, I think it was, it, it was at the time when the um, remastered ones were back at the cinema, remember that? Oh, yeah. right. So we started showing me then. We didn't. We never went to cinema watching them. I only saw the the originals because mm. the VHS shop was still weird. I think like at a certain point there was only one version of that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it was the one with the big orange blob under the um, you know the the speeder at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. The Vaseline. Yeah, yeah. The Vaseline. Yeah. And then it was like I think there was like a few years. Then and, like it was weird for me because like I'd seen them and then all the toys came out from the remastered ones. Mm. So to me, it was like I'd seen the originals, and then there was all these toys. Yeah, yeah. It was sort of like it's weird, like weird coincidence. Mm. Yeah. So there was a few years of that, and I got I got fucking like obscenely obsessed with it. Like mm. everything was Star Wars. Mm. Every toy, every every like curt like curtains, pajamas, mm. everything had to be Star Wars. Mm. And then um, and then the the prequels came out, mm. and Mum bought me. Um, I remember Mum. Because she like I don't know, she endorsed my n- nerdism. She bought us a ticket for the day, you know, the first um, opening to everyone. I remember like it was the third one, the final one was coming out. Was it Attack? What's it called? The third one, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. And I'm studying Q, and I'm the first one there. And I'm like, yes. Maybe it wasn't like the like twelve showing it, but it was like I don't know. I've never I've never been like I think the first day of the cinema has never been as important as it was when them came. Then they came out mm. since. And I turned around, and there was twenty like kids behind me, like yeah. five year old dressed as stormtroopers, and I was at the front of the queue, <laughs> in front of them all. How old were you? Like nine. By that point, I was. Yeah. Oh no! Two thousand and five, Revenge of the Sith came out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how old I was now. How old are you now? I am twenty-eight. Right, so you were eighteen. Yeah, I'm drinking as you. That was a really boring story. That so sorry, fans. I've sort of. I mean everything. Hey friends. I got really nostalgic. Fucking beat that. Just stop that and rewind it. What? Oh, <laughs> listen to it. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Back. Sorry about that. We had to uh, cut them because of some flight chilling issues. <laughs> oh, Someone stuck to, stepped on a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my granddad used to. My granddad loves fart jokes, and someone bought him a. Um, it was a Santa Claus little toy, and he pulled his hand and he farted and said something. And he used to say that. Oops, someone stepped on a duck. And I went round like a few months later. And he must have used it every day. Because <laughs> I pressed it. Yeah, yeah. Looks like someone stepped on a duck. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, fucking hell. Well, we're up to the end. Is that mine? I can't remember. I don't even know what we're talking about. I've hurt myself. No idea. <laughs> I was boring everyone with my Star Wars story. Watching yeah. Star Wars. Oh, yeah, you got nostalgic about it, yeah. Um, oh, fuck tonight's topic, because that wrote. Fuck that. Oh. Like, what did you, you write down? I wanted to talk seriously about, like, sexism in comics and, like, oh, shit that. And, like, um, equality. I think we've already burnt our bridges <laughs> with that in this episode. <laughs> fucking drag us down as well, will you? Fucking hell. Oh. What else did you have? That was it. That was it? I thought we could like a, a serious discussion with a few jokes and it seems to just be one <laughs> fucking long... Well, you no, know, we can take a serious tone now. No, fuck that. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, not going back now. That's not going back. After that remix, Jesus. <laughs> Once you've shot, you don't go back. <laughs> <sighs> what, what do you make of Ant-Man? Uh, the first, the first teaser trailer, whatever it was, looked fucking boring, like a TV movie. Mm. But the new one, it looks, it looks better. It doesn't look like it's going to be an amazing. It looks, it still sort of looks like a TV movie. It looks yeah. like the same production value from like the Flash. It's not mm. like, I mean, I guess you've got to lose, use a lot of CGI with that man because all he does is the shrink. The exists in yeah, yeah, and he, you know, I mean, they, they could build sets like you know where he's like. Mm. Size of an ant, but yeah, no, I, I quite like I quite like the look of it though because it's different to what you've seen before. Because mm. usually the jumping over buildings and stuff mm. like that, you're so used to that now. But when you see him running up a, a gun and a guy's yeah. arm and kicking him in the face, yeah. that looks you've not seen that before. In no, a superhero that, that, film, have I, you, and right? I like because there was no uh, they didn't show any of the ant sort of stuff, did they? In the the first teaser, no, no, but it uh, was cool. And I was wondering whether they were going to include that or whether they just think it was a bit shit and just sort of leave it out. But I'm really glad they have. They've got included the ants, that, yeah. you know, in commanding the ants and stuff. Mm. I think that's a really yeah. cool. Oh, like Paul Rudd as well. I think he'll, yeah, he'll like do that bit at the end of the trailer. Do you know it's like that really epic fight? With uh, the train. train. Yeah, <laughs> and it zooms out and it just sort of like falls yeah, off. just falls off really quick. <laughs> that was in an episode of American Dad, where was he it? shrunk down into like a mini like um, plastic town that he'd made. Oh, really? Because he was paranoid <laughs> of like getting hurt in the real world. Yeah. And there's, again, there's an epic battle on train, and it zooms out, and the train just sort of falls off the track. Yeah. When like he zooms in, he's like explosions. Yeah, and yeah. Zooms in, and it's just like. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonder if that'll get mentioned in like a review because it is like when I saw that, I was like, that was American Dad, like yeah. exactly like yeah. American yeah. Dad. <laughs> weird. Totally weird, dude. Totally weird. <sighs> yeah. God, we're not. Even, we're not. We're not even like half. Well, we're about halfway through what we'd usually be. I'm all laughed out from earlier. Yeah, it was truly ridiculous. tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> Somebody farted, and <laughs> we laughed a lot. <laughs> oh, we nearly died. We did. I've got a dick. I feel like I should mention to the fans that Wizard Sleeve will be back properly. But like, I also want to say like that John isn't just like a stand-in, really. No, no, no. I, I can't use the fourth member mm. now. The yeah. Ringo, if you will. Yeah. Wizard Slave. Oh, the God. Aqu- the harsh. Aquaman. <laughs> the Aquaman. <laughs> the fucking Ant-Man, mate. I'm sure Ant-Man's, Ant-Man used to the, be the less Winston. cool. The Winston. I don't know. That's racist. No, it's not. He's the fourth Ghostbuster. He comes in after the, the first three have set it up. Yeah. That's, that's he's in the porno as well. He comes in right at the end. Does with, he? With a ghost. That, yeah, um, what's her name, man? Um, is it 
Gozer, the fucking... Yeah, yeah. I almost said the boss then. The boss. The, boss. Again. <laughs> the, the last boss. boss. <laughs> last boss level. She's like, she goes, who's got the biggest dick? And they're like, I don't know. And then Winston stands up and they're like, who are you? Because I'm the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the biggest cock. So he has, <laughs> he has the shagger. Okay. Oh, diamond. Yeah, that's showing me that. Surprise, like, surprise. Yeah, he likes to show me these rip-offs of the, the American dad one is obscene I've yeah, seen yeah, that yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger the Alien <laughs> no. oh, it's just like a guy in like a horrible like, costume one of those, like, like a silver um, what they call morph the, suits, the morph like. suits mm. but with like the alien head on it God. with his dick out with his dick out poking out with of an hole in the dick. suit yeah <laughs> have you seen the Star Wars one no the Star Wars so. one the first scene is it is Chewbacca oh god shagging Two female stormtroopers. Excellent. And the and the <laughs> suit, the the the, the Wookiee suit is is like quite good. You know, it's, it's realistic. Not like the one I hired, that's no, like. no, 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 it's not. It's quite good. But then it's just like you see this cock coming out of the, but it's but it's like a black guy. You know, so it's like <laughs> stop that. So it's just like. Just like, but we always said it should have been pink. You know, dog. Just like this pink lipstick. lipstick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the Incredible Hulk one's good as well. In the, um, I think that's I think the Avengers that. one. The Incredible yeah. one is just like a big muscly guy. Just painted him green. Painted green. And he's, he's, he's like doing it with this woman. And he's like, at the start of the scene, he's gr- his cock is painted green. But by the end of it, it's, it's, it's not. clean as a whistle. <laughs> Polished. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! I hope there's no one showing this podcast to the kids. Yeah, cause it's clearly for the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called Wizard Sleeve. <laughs> Dad, what's a Wizard Sleeve? It's a family-oriented show. <laughs> I was telling some someone today. It's like, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, there's uh, something called Wizard Wizard Sleeve. Here. Something <laughs> might be about Harry Potter <laughs> for the dads. And then he and then he looks in the and then. He, <laughs> <laughs> And then in the tags, Harry Potter. Oh yeah, it's got Harry Potter in this. Let's see what yeah. it says about Harry Potter. God, God. Uh, there's there's an explicit thing because like when you, when I when I upload it, it think I think it takes like 24 hours. Right? <laughs> some some poor sad's got to listen to it. I don't know if it is actually a person listening or it's like a machine that detects words. Mm. But every time I upload a wizard's sleeve, we get the red square explicit. <laughs> you got it, really, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah. I mean, if we did one with no swearing, and someone That's listened to it, that would be difficult. Yeah, be we should do a non-swearing episode. We could try from this very second. No, no, no. not tonight. No, <laughs> we're, no, we're past that. We're beyond that. Yeah, fucking beyond Thunderdome now. I don't think... <laughs> Well, that's a point. We could talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a nice segue there. <laughs> yeah. Hit me with some Thunderdome. Hit me with some Thunderdome. Yeah. Uh, I just want to talk about Mad Max excitement. Um, I think that's one of the films I'm massively excited yeah, it about looks, this year. Yeah, it does look good, that. More, the, more so than Avengers, I think. Yeah, it looks mm. sty- it's stylish, isn't it? The yeah. way it's shot, it looks... It, you know, you can tell it's the same guy yeah, who's directed it. Yeah. It's the same... It's got that look to it that you expect from Mad Max. You know, these kind of extreme mm. close-ups and, like, characters who are, like, completely, yeah. you know, the way they I'm deliver lines and stuff. Uh, it just looks like a visual kind of action fest. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really do anymore, do no. they properly, I suppose. No. 
And the crashes look. I think there's probably a lot of CGI in it, but the crashes, a lot of the crashes look real. Yeah. There's a lot real. of stunts, and yeah. I think 80% of it is all sort yeah. of real effects of him and just CGI dead. Sort of yeah. There is a bit in the trailer background. actually where it shows him going into like a massive sandstorm, mm. but it's shot from like three miles away. Yeah. You can see these like little vehicles going across the desert and this massive cloud of sand coming towards them. Mm. And that looks really good. I mean, obviously that's all CGI, yeah. but but, it, but that that's a good shot, you know. You know the sandstorm in uh, Thunderdome yeah. in, in the third movie? That was real, apparently. Was it? Yeah, all the crowds are fucking sheltering, Bloody wait for it to stop. <laughs> but they decide to throw it in the film as well. Yeah, well, you yeah. do, don't you? Yeah. Film that. We'll put Aussie it somewhere. Yeah. It can't be anything worse than a sandstorm. I think there would be. A shit storm. A shit Yeah, well, that's not <laughs> likely going to happen <laughs> tonight. <laughs> like that line in uh, Kingpin, where he says there's a giant cloud of shit. Yeah. A giant cloud of shit! <laughs> oh, it's Kingpin. Kingpin, yeah. I've seen Kingpin for years. Bill Murray with his Another design. good Bill Murray role. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen uh, St. Vincent yet? No, year? I've not, no. It's good. Mm. Really good. Yeah, I wasn't. I nearly watched it the other night. Mm. Still, um, have you watched Inherent Vice yet? No, I've not got around to it yet. Fucking yeah, great yeah, that film. Absolutely to. brilliant that film. It's Paul Thomas Anderson can't do any wrong in my yeah. eyes. He's just like he's one of the great modern filmmakers. Yeah. I think he's married, Steve. Hey, I think he's already married. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Me? I don't <laughs> give a fuck about James Thomas Anderson or his fucking name. Hey? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking. James Thomas Anderson. I he directed Independence <laughs> Don't diss that. Fucking hell. That's supposed to be getting a sequel, isn't it? Two sequels, apparently. Two? Yeah. God. It's like Jeff Avatar. Bloom signed up for both. Because he's a bit skinned. I hope so. He's the second one called Labor Day or something like that. It's like all about all of this. They should Good make Friday. Jeff Goldblum the, the hero of it. Who? Well, like they did in Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. <coughs> Goldblum, yeah. Oh, definitely. I think Will Smith's back for it. He? He's well. He's kind of fallen a bit by the wayside. He's, d- yeah. he's done a lot of shit films lately. I mean, like last few sh- films he did were a bit shit. He did that one with his oh son. God, that was fucking fun. crap. That, yeah, that, look, that looks terrible. It's supposed to be like. I'm not seeing focus. He was barely in it. Alright, what? Stop. Oh, it's still recording. Focus looks alright, but I've not watched it. What's that? Crime thriller, isn't it? Bit of a comedy. See, Will, Will Smith as well. He went through this phase where he was trying to be like. Uh, proper actor you know where he was yeah. doing all these like Jim Carrey did it as well where they, mm. they seemed desperate to get an Oscar so they were doing all these what the fuck <laughs> Jim sorry Jim Carrey was what oh uh, yeah um, he's desperate no, I mean, Jim Carrey did the Truman Show great like film that. great yeah. show great film um, but I think he was kind of banking on the Oscar for that one yeah uh, Truman Show was a good way of but him he didn't even get nominated him. did he no but it was a good way of him Doing yeah. something a bit more. And it showed, I mean, I can understand why an actor who who wants to do more with the career than just pull mm. funny faces, which is what Jim Carrey basically did up until that point. Yeah. I mean, he is a good actor, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Will Smith's I, I a good like actor, mm. you know. Mm. But they seemed they went through each of them went through phases where they were in like more serious films. Mm. People um, didn't want to see him, there, and people it? didn't really want to see him doing that. I mean, Jim Carrey got away with it with Truman Show because it's a good film, yeah. and uh, Eternal Sunshine. But he still is got a good to film. throw in a bit of his kind of. Oh yeah, he still, yeah, he still does. Yeah, he still. I thought he yeah. was wacky in the Cable Guy, yeah. but it was yeah. still the Cable Guy. It was yeah, still like, like a really good. It was an good ultimate role for him as yeah. well. He was like he was like the villain. Yeah. Have you ever watched? Is it number thirteen? Twenty-three. 
Number 23. No, I've not. I've no. never watched it. Yeah, I've is seen it. Is it any good? Yeah, it's alright. It's not amazing, but it's, it's not well, a bad like film. It's like a super serious role for him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, a, is it like a horror? Yeah. Sort of, yeah, like a thrill kind of horror, yeah. Mm. yeah it's don't, weird, don't expect too much. casting that, you know, to put him in that. Again, maybe he was just trying to... Yeah. John Cusack does that now, doesn't he? He does quite a few, like, horror roles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I can't blame him, you know, he must be fucking desperate. Well, Cusack's great and stuff, isn't he? But then he'll do a pap. Yeah. You know. He's not a fucking Nick Cage, though. <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage can be really good in roles, can't he? Like, yeah, really yeah. good. That's the thing, though. Is but he then like, he'll just do shit. Is he, is he a really good actor? Oh, is he shit? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought this. Is he, it's like <clears throat> Jeff Goldblum's the same. It's like, yeah. is he shit or is he an absolute genius? Yeah. There's an episode of Community where one of the courses is Nicolas Cage study. They have to watch three of his movies and then decide what is he? <laughs> what, is what is he? he? Yeah. What is he? Oh. Like, really but then he gets really loud. I mean, Nicolas Cage, I mean, in his early career, you know, he did, he was in, um, you know, he was in the David Lynch film and he did, um, <laughs> you know, and then, <laughs> the he, death scene, and then, then, and then he won an Oscar. Hmm? Is that um, Leaving, Las, Leaving Vegas. Las Vegas, which yeah. is a brilliant film. Absolutely amazing film, that. You know. What do you think Snake Eyes? Um, Snake Eyes was alright, it wasn't, didn't blow me away. Mm. It was alright, quite confusing. Your face off. Never seen it. Face off was the beginning of the end for. Yeah. I've never uh, seen Nicholas Face Cage. Off. No. Oh, you need to watch Face Off. Yeah. It's well I've seen that review. It was like Nicolas Cage and John Travolta both hit a kind of peak at the same time, mm. did that movie together, and then were never seen again. No. There's, there's actually a John Cusack. Like, they like sort of imploded on each other. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a car crash, yeah. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Have you seen Frozen Ground? No. It's um, John Cusack and Nicolas Cage, a thriller, like a, like a mystery thriller. It's really good. Uh, it's, well, it's not really good, it's alright. But um, <laughs> but uh, Nick Cage did one a few, I think it was like a year or two ago, called Joe. Have you seen that? Joe. Joe's fucking brilliant. It's a really good Nicolas Cage movie where he, put, he plays like um, just this fucking like redneck living in a shack or whatever. He's like, he's not got the greatest life. He meets this kid who um, his parents aren't that good. And it's sort of like a, I don't know, it's just a really good drama. Joe, it's called. I recommend it. Joe, it's good. Um, listening, yeah. Another recent film that uh, Nicholas Cage made was um, Bad Lieutenant. That's really good. Yeah, I'll say recent, it's probably about ten years now. No, it's but, a while ago, yeah, but I've not, not watched that. Oh, it's, oh, it's What about the original with Herbie Keitel? It's not, well, I think it's not a remake. It's just got the Is same it a rehash? No, no. It's Is just it a got, reboot? It's just no, got the same, similar story. No, it's just got the same title. Completely different story. The original Bad Lieutenant set in New York, I think, something like that. And he's yeah, and he's yeah, and he's just like, I mean, he has a bit of that Mm. in that because he, but he's more, it's more because he's addicted to drugs and he ends up in this like weird world, meeting all these strange people, and he starts threatening people. You know, like he threatens, um, you know, and people that he's trying to, you know, El Pao goes around to someone's house and. um, and he gets like really erratic because they find drugs in this house, and he right. basically threatens. He, he takes the drugs for himself, mm. and like says to the people, "If you tell anyone that I'm taking this, then you know I'll frame you for murder or something, you know, something <laughs> like that." Proper threatens him. Yeah. But there's, there's this bit, and it's they're doing a stakeout and looking out of this window. It's him, and then like three or four other cops, and they're there with the like telescope and everything like that. And he's by this point, he's like completely like addled, you know, mm. and he's like, he's like. What's this iguana doing here? Oh, yeah. Points at the table. And they all look around. There's no iguana on the table. And they're like, what iguana? And he's like, this iguana! And he's like, jabbing this iguana. <laughs> and then and then there's like this like, three-minute sequence that's just like, this song comes on. 
like a really trippy song and there's all these like really bent like kind of tilted camera angles and like close-ups and stuff while he's like tripping out looking at this like iguana on a table Mm. fucking great it comes a few times that iguana doesn't it you keep seeing it yeah yeah guy was was telling me it was directed by two directors though like one quit halfway through it was um, well the the person that's credited with it is Werner Herzog who's um, great uh, I think he's German director um, but he does like documentaries and stuff, and he's he's one of these who properly, you know, he's like he, he understands cinema so much. He's just one. He, he's another one of the modern greats, but not very well known because the films he does are not very accessible. After time, like he made a film, uh, it's like a documentary, but it's also got like a dramatic element, which is basically a guy at this this town hauling this massive ship up a hill in South America. Right, and the whole film is about that. Right. You know, just the struggle that they go through. Did he through. do the Nosferatu remake? Nosferatu. Um, oh, the, he might have done. Yeah, I'm sure he did. He might have done, yeah. But he does great, I mean, great documentaries. No, that's good. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched it. No, I've not, no. But he does, um, I mean, he does great documentaries about, um, you know, different parts of the world. Mm. Like he did one about the Arctic, um, not the Arctic Circle, what's it called? The, it's like um, an area at the top of the world. Mm. Um, is it the Arctic Circle? It might be, and he goes to like different towns and stuff. I think through that, but it's like a nature documentary. But it's mm. also like a, um, you know, like a anthropomorphic study of the people who live yeah. there and all that kind of stuff. But really good, you know. That you get that real sense of adventure because he's like an adventurer at heart, you know, and he yeah, likes yeah. going deep into the jungle or into like the deepest, mm. deepest tundra to do these documentaries. Yeah, and yeah. it's like you're with him all the way, you know. Yeah. And his film and that goes into his films. Like he did a film with Christian Bale. Um, I can't remember what it's called. But um, I have to look that up, and um, and Christian Bale plays like um, a prisoner of war right. during um, when they were in um, not Vietnam, the one next to it, um, Cambodia mm. and stuff like that, and uh, they get captured, and it's like him and like a few other American soldiers, and they're all captured, and it's like the first half of the film is like the shit they have to go through, this like really isolated prisoner of war camp in the middle of the jungle mm. like the, the way they get tortured and the and the sort of the rationing that they're on and stuff like that and um, and then he escapes um, it's not a spoiler that's just what mm. happens and then the rest of it is like him his journey through the jungle to try and get rescued and it's like and you're with him all the way and Christian Bale did the typical thing where he, he lo- you can see him losing weight as the film goes on like yeah. the film starts mm-hmm. off and he just looks like normal Christian Bale but mm-hmm. by the end of it because he's so malnourished he's like three stone lighter yeah. you know and the way Christian Bale did that was he he um, he got I think he did it he did it in reverse so he got thin yeah so they filmed the, they filmed it in, they filmed the film back, you know in back reverse in sequence so he was thin and then by the time they got to like the start of the film yeah. he'd put on the weight again yeah. so that's where that's where they did that but that's a really good film mm. and then um, yeah Werner Herzog did another film called um, Werner Herzog Eats His Shoe or something and it's just like a little short film. it's only about half an hour long because he said he said to um, a filmmaker it might have even been Francis Ford Coppola right and he said and it might have been The Godfather I think he said to him if you get that film produced I'll eat my own shoe yeah. You know, because it was like yeah. at the time when it was people were struggling to get films made by studios and stuff like that, and he got it made. This film got made. I don't, I, I don't think it was Francis Ford Coppola. I think it was someone, um, someone else. But it was around that era, 
And then he made this documentary where he went into a theatre with an audience and um, he got a shoe, he got his shoe, like this old fucking leather shoe, and boiled it, like like slow cooked it in this yeah. boiler, and then basically ate it. it in front of everyone, yeah, with a knife and fork. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's He's a man of his word. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a great voice as well. Hello, my name is Werner Herzog. <laughs> They eat the shoe. <laughs> Today I'm eating a shoe. <laughs> so, have you been? Sorry, I went for a wee. <laughs> Steve was talking, so I thought this would be good for it to go out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need a wee. <laughs> that will do. <laughs> Force it out. <laughs> so, what have we gotten to here? Machinist. Just been talking. Machinist, generally. Well, my. We were talking about Werner Herzog, but we can talk about the machinist if you want. No, I don't, I don't want to talk about the machinist. I think it's, it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> if Christy Mayer's listening, it's alright. Get off my fucking set. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was fucking outrageous. It was funny. It was mental. Really mental. Yeah. Did you see the, the family guy thing? Where, like... Peter said, oh, it's like the time I was on set with whatever, Christian Bale. And they they, pl- they played the entire thing, but with Peter in between it. So he's like, what are you fucking doing? And he's like, oh, sorry, I dropped a peanut. <laughs> it's just all like, the whole thing, like, I'd live in it in between it. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit fucking, um, I like these celebrity meltdowns. Did you, hear, did you hear Christian Bale's apology, though? He rung up a radio station in Los yeah. Angeles. That was hilarious. That because he had because when he did the when he was doing the um, the rant, he was kind he was of he was kind still, of yeah. he was in, he's still in character, so he, he did it in an American accent. Mm. Mm. But then he rings up this LA uh, radio station to kind of try to explain and get out of it and apologize. He did apologize, and he's like, "Oh yeah, well you know when you're on uh, when you're on set," and it was just like <laughs> fucking out. You forget that he you actually sounds like that because he only ever really plays yeah. Americans, doesn't he? Yeah. We watched an American Psycho last week, me and Laura. Because, like, we both couldn't remember the ending, so we just played it from, like, like, 2000. The bit where he, um... Trying to think of the last bit. It's just after the chainsaw. Mm. And he fucking, um... He's just starts fucking shooting people. Like, he's mm. in that weird hotel, like, the different uh, apartment building. Mm. And that guy goes, hey, Mr. Smith. And he shoots him. Yeah. Well, it's a Twin Towers, <laughs> isn't it, that he goes into? Is that what it is? Yeah, because he goes oh, into one. Because yeah. he goes into one and then he gets and he realises he's in the wrong one. Mm. And then he shoots the guy and then runs across mm. and goes into the well, other one. There's a whole weird thing with like, that guy actually like recognises his money and says a different name. He's like Mr. Smith. I think he just said that, but I think that's just like a general term. You reckon? I th- I th- that's, 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 that's what like, I got from it. Because part of the theory is that like... The yeah, whole, it's, all, the, it's all about identity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it might be, but I, yeah. I just assumed that that security guard was just calling Mr. Smith as like a general. Like, it's just like a generalization. Hey, yeah. Mr. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Pop. Burning the midnight oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, slick. Have like you it. read the book? I started reading it once, but it was just like I just couldn't get past the fucking the description, the endless description of like his shower routine. Yeah. Just like I was just like Jesus Christ, it was just like such a hard read. So oh, I, I, so I, I gave up on day, it. Me. 
Really? Yeah. Fucking hell, it must have been a long day. I was, uh, uh, I the book's it, thicker than the Bible. It, no, it's not. It's only a small book. I thought it was. I'm sure it was no, dead thick. It's a small book. I bought it in there. <laughs> Maybe mine had big writing in it. American Psycho put a web page. Four words per page. Yeah. It's like, fuck it, that's a bit of a towel minute. <laughs> <laughs> the extended version. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was about that thick. No, no, no it's not. About book. three inches thick. I bought a, a paper book in an airport going to America and I read most of it going right and then just hammered it and you were reading it going wow America sounds great <laughs> no it's it, I think it, I like the, the fact that it moves from like a chapter that because like you said there, there is this massive attention to detail but there is also when he's like killing people yeah like the, the, the the detail that he goes into yeah. in the sort of horrible yeah. darker chapters yeah. well I read that Brett Easton Ellis got investigated by the FBI because mm-hmm. his descriptions were so realistic they thought well yeah. someone who's written well, this when must he kills, have done it when he kills the, the homeless guy the first yeah. guy he kills and he describes how the sound that his eye makes when it pops when he stabs it right it's like it's horrible and there's a chapter called Rat I'm not going to say anything but yeah he keeps on about this there's a, there's a chapter called Rat in it which one of the most horrible things I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> well, that reading was good. Because it, because it is so disgusting. Then it goes on to a chapter where he's talking about like Phil, Phil Collins' yeah. new album. And that is the chapter. That's it. It's just like a review yeah. of Phil Collins' album. And uh, it's good because it, like the film does, where you're kind of confused and you're not really sure who's who and so mm. many names batted about it. Yeah. Nobody really knows who anyone is. But that's the crux of it all, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the same in the book. They all look the same. It does. In the book, you, you just, you're reading all these names, you're just like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, it, it does boggle your mind. It's very clever. Yeah, but yeah, the last scene is great, in it, where he's like... Is it Jared Lowe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I'm Patrick Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when he's on phone, he's like, stop sounding so fucking sad! Yeah. <laughs> She's got this really, like, sad face. Yeah, that rant, that message you leave for his lawyer. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've killed a lot of people. <laughs> So it's sort of some of the brains. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant, that. Yeah. You said that I fucking... <laughs> I feel like I rang Stay Up once, absolutely bollocksed. You, you said it was a, it was almost like that. It was, it was exactly the same. It was like, <laughs> oh, I'm looking It was like that really high pitch and like just fucking rambling. <laughs> It was just like the message. I bet some brains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me some fucking sad. Look at you, Rob When was that? Was oh, it New Year's? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <coughs> that New Year's Eve oh, when you got when you drank like fucking two bottles of whiskey and then drink for four months afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Dirty that. <laughs> anyway, tonight's topic, only an hour and 24 minutes in. I wanted to talk about sexism and equality in comics. Just in comics? No, just, well, it started in comics in my mind, but I wrote a few notes and it was like, because I was talking to Laura about it, and I was like, you know, guys, when they look at comics, they have like these role models, but you never get like, all the women in it are always big titted, tall, fucking like <clears throat> supermodels almost. Yeah. But, it get, but then again, it's the same women, you never get a fucking, you know, Superman's not got a bald spot and fucking a tooth missing. No, they're all really handsome, muscular guys, aren't yeah. they? Of course they are. I don't know. I think there are strong female characters in comic books. 
It just sort of depends on, on what you're reading. I think more so now, possibly not. In the, they're they're a lot more conscious of it now. Is, it was mm. very but there was that comic, wasn't there? Like, are, are we overly PC now? Because there was that. I mean, I think we are anyway. I think we're, we're like, like especially America's. They're so sensitive. But we like everyone having a voice now. Yeah. That comic came out a few weeks ago. That um, Batgirl on. Oh, mm. the Batgirl, yeah. And Joe Crowley's gone to her, mm. and they, they took it back, and they? They, mm. they, they did a recall. Well, the artist himself did, didn't he? Because sort of people were sort of complaining about it and stuff, and he said maybe it was a bit too. But I don't know. I, I saw it and I didn't really. No. I don't know. I thought it was quite strong, strong imagery, you know. I think. Yeah. You know, there, there was something as well before that. There was a there was a Spider Woman cover that came out that caused a bit of controversy. People saying very. She was tits out. No, but the position she was in. Yeah, she was in like a pawn position, weren't she? Yeah. With her ass um, in the air and stuff. And they were saying, you know, that that's just showing off the female form. That's all that's doing. It's just. Um, but then. On reading about it further, someone had posted on a forum or, or on something. They'd, spo- they'd posted a Spider-Man cover where he was in pretty much exactly the same position, mm. and you could see like the curve of his ass and everything. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, it was virtually the same position. It was mm. almost like this artist had seen that cover and gone, "Oh, well, why don't I do a little twist yeah. on that kind of thing?" You know. So I don't know. Like you say though. It, you know, male characters in comic books are portrayed the same way as females. Us three don't look like Superman. No, no. But I think, I think. Well, nobody looks like Superman, do they? Most, mo- that, that sort of happened more so in the eighties and nineties. I think now they've kind of come away from that kind of. They were always view built of like m- fucking monsters, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, they still are. You know, Except Robin. You expect a superhero. To be, I mean, I guess they have to be really physically, yeah. You know, Mm. I don't know. What do you think of a bald superhero? Is there a bald superhero (coughs) besides (laughs) a dead man, Professor X? No, he's is he a superhero? He's in a wheelchair, hey? He's in a wheelchair. Well, that's even more kind of you know. He doesn't do much though. He doesn't like. He doesn't grind like saving, catching planes and shit, does he? No. He just sort of sits around on fucking YouTube. Yeah. If he had like a character, the Vision's bald. He's a robot of. though. Yeah. If he had a character, a dead man is the answer. I can't. If he had a character like Superman, who was like heroic and stuff like that, but he had like a really shitty comb over or something. Yeah. Just like a normal bloke. Well, like it's always villains that are bald. Like, yeah. You know, like Luther, uh, Kingpin. Uh, you do get the odd superhero though, is, who is a little sort of odd looking. Like Wolverine's really short. He's a little short ass, isn't he? Yeah, but he was never like a handsome. He, he was always, he was more like a like a wild card. Yeah, I, I suppose. Thought Wolverine yeah. wasn't really like um, pin up. No, he was muscular, but yeah, like, yeah, he was hairy and he wasn't like a he wasn't muscle car. He was yeah. more like he a looked fucking... like he smelled than he Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet he smells like a wrestler. <laughs> Cheap cigars and beer. Cocaine. Smells <laughs> like bar fights. Where are we going then? We were talking about sexism. But that was kind of topic again because we did. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? Is there a, is there a, like 
a superhero with a comb over. No. Maybe we found a market. Mm. We should write a comic. Or someone with like a mullet, like a bald head, but like long hair at the back and sides. Well, not even that, just the common man. Just someone who looks a bit normal. We need, there are comics now since like the 90s, aren't there? Like, like independent, more indie comics are more like that. Yeah. They're more like, almost like journals, like, like what's it called? Uh, American Splendor. Mm. That's just about a guy's life. Yeah. yeah. But like a superhero, like a, like like a Superman that's got a comb over and a small dick. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get laid. Yeah. Okay, man. Uh, yeah. He'll do. Average man. Average man. <laughs> man. What's that A stand for? Action? No. Average. <laughs> S subbar. But that's the problem already. We're in the territory of like satire, um, you know, like kind of pastation, yeah. sort of taking the piss. It's like I've not always been. What about meteor man? Yeah, no, but that's what I mean. You can't have like someone whose one of their characteristics is the fact that they're not handsome without mm. making something out of it in yeah. comic books. You know what I mean? It's like it's never mentioned how, you know, most how muscular. It's, ne- it's never mentioned how mu- like start off as a regular bloke. True, yeah. Like Pete Parker, Bruce Banner, just like a bloke. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's like it's always like a. Superhero. It could be you. Yeah, because mm. like Pete Parker is the kid, and he's just yeah. one little kid. Obviously, when obviously when he comes to Spider Man, then he is kind of more. I know he's always been a bit gangly, but he is still muscular and yeah. You know, yeah. Bruce Banner is just a guy, but he essentially the Hulk is he's the, a the scientist, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even yeah, but like Bruce Wayne's like muscular and stuff like that. Yeah, and even Iron Man is, even though he's a bloke in a suit, he could be a fat guy. Yeah, with a comb over because he's in a, an armored suit. It wouldn't yeah. really matter, would it? No, but yeah. he isn't. He's still he's a handsome, handsome and, guy. Yeah. He's still, you know. So it's like they're always kind of portrayed as that, I suppose. Well, that's it for equality and sexism in comics. <laughs> oh, I was asking Laura like, who were your role models? Like your female role models? And she said like, uh, I think her first one was. Um, well, I said with the second one. The second one was Tomb Raider. Laura Croft but she was just a fucking I, everything I ever read about Laura Croft was her big tits and that fucking cheat <laughs> to get her naked yeah well, <laughs> do you remember that? no Tomb Raider uh, yeah I think Tomb Raider well, I think as, Lara, as a lad you see it as that you see yeah Lara Croft is very actress. sexualized yeah you know with the short you know with the little shorts on and like the knee high boots and but stuff I suppose like that. That she is a kind of female Indiana Jones type character yeah. so you can but she doesn't have to wear that fucking like tight top tank top and no, like I those sexy shorts not, I mean I'm not complaining but <laughs> I think her character other than the way she looks is probably a good role model for or someone that I could imagine a girl anybody wants to be a spelunker <laughs> yeah, the, same, the same way. Spunker. You want to be Han Solo or yeah, Jones or whatever. Well, Laurie's number one, like first role model, was April O'Neil, right? Because um, she, well, she said her first attraction was like the ginger hair. She was redhead. Yeah, yeah. And I get like she wasn't overly sexy at all. Like like no. they completely oh, she covered, covered, up. covered up as well. Didn't she? Yeah, so fucking cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Not a finger cuffs. Laurie hated the new uh, movie mainly because not because Megan Fox. I mean, I hated it because Megan Fox because she couldn't act for shit, but because she wasn't ginger. Mm. And she was pointless. 
such a pointless character in that movie. Such a pointless yeah. actor. She, she didn't act in that movie. No. She spent the entire movie going, like, with her lips, like, slightly parted, like, with this surprise, like, why am I getting beer for this? That, yeah, that movie phrase. would have been just as fine as they just wrote that character out. No, people, mm. like, true fans might have been like, where's April O'Neil? But I don't think they cared that much. Cause it's all about turtles, isn't it? And mm. If anything, you know, it's boring when she's around. Yeah. You'd want to see him fighting. Yeah. And eating Zar, dude. <laughs> you don't really need it. I like that movie. I thought it was really fun. I like parts of it. It was very predictable. I mean, it just like, I think I said this in a previous episode, it was just like a kid's movie, yeah. you know. If it was I a kid. I know, I know technically, like, they're all kids' movies, yeah. really, but a lot of them have stuff in there for adults mm. and that, you know, and it's like the tension's a bit more yeah. adult-oriented. But that was just, like, literally, like... There was no tension to it, really. It was just like no. There was some funny bits and the, some of the action. Yeah, and the plot was the plot really was good. like paper thin as well. Yeah, I liked the the scene in the snow. Mm. That was really well put yeah. together. It's quite fun to watch. And there's bits that, that I thought were funny. And I thought they were good though. With like the four guys yeah, yeah. themselves were cool. Yeah, they they got the characters right of, yeah. the, of the turtles and the way they they react. You know, they, they yeah. communicate with each other. And stuff. That's a bit where they're in that lift and then they do that little rap. Banging his sticks, cool yeah. 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 Although, like, Donatello in it. I quite like the way they did Donatello, you know, putting him in glasses and stuff like that and, like, enhanced the geeky side of him. But he had all this, like, technology, like, you know, there's, like, Iron Man-style 3D displays that popped yeah. up out of his wrist. It's like, how does a being that's lived in this sewer all its life get older that technology? That, yeah. It's fucking smart, man. Super smart. So smart, you can invent things that it's all don't fucking exist. old, like, Sega Game Gears and shit. People have flushed down drain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> Which is the red one? Is that Raphael? Mm. Yeah. He was really angry in that movie. Well, he is. That's he right. Is, that's he's what he's like. He's the grumpy one. Well, he's in that. Fucking hell. He was like really cantankerous yeah. for a turtle. He's, li- he's like that in the original movie, though, isn't he? He's like mm. really moody in that. Have you watched the cartoon that they put out recently? The no. CJ one. Raphael's grumpy in that. Thought I could see a police. Like. A police. A police. <laughs> There's some police uh, there's ambulance. coming up here on the, on the way up here. Mm. They're going in town. Going down. In town. Okay. Someone's going down in Bolton town. I think we've uh, fucking exhausted tonight, guys. Well, we've been going for an hour and a half, so... <laughs> Best bit is the first bit. <laughs> Before we start. <laughs> I feel like, are we going to end this? Um, I think we should come to a conclusion of some, some sort. Um... Farts make you laugh. Uh, we should prepare. <laughs> oh, I think we've done all right tonight. It's just sort of happened. It's not really yeah. like... Mm. Um, yeah, conclusions. I don't know. Um, trailers are all right. Generally yeah. now. Films. films. Big films Fucking coming hell, out. This is weak. <laughs> I like being farts alive. are brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> they never stop being brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were brilliant years ago, yeah. and they're still brilliant. Girls are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna say bang it. <laughs> we should we should with Star Wars or Batman. Uh, my favorite is uh, 